Welcome to Restrictions to Apply Podcast. My name is Emika Smith. Today is a very, 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 very special day. Today is my mom's birthday. And um, I cannot not honor her on today. So today is my mother's day. Um, not just because of this year, but a Especially this year, my mom has been in the South, as we call, ten toes down. Some people call it ride or die, but I call it ride or drive because we ain't dying. That wasn't an option for us this year. Um, My mom has been my hitter. (laughs) And she's been there with me from the moment um, I called her after I got off the phone with the doctors in July and she came straight over here. Um, I let her, we went through what the doctor had said and everything. And we scheduled the other appointment. No, wait, I don't know why I always skip this part before we made it to the doctor's. She was researching and looking and worrying and, and, um, trying to push me to call the doctor's offices and schedule appointments and everything. Um, I didn't realize till later she told my sister to make sure I didn't drive a car um, that to watch me because she thinks I'm having seizures. Like she was researching what had happened to me before I knew anything. And then um, she kept encouraging me to uh, make a doctor's appointment. And, you know, again, it took a while for me to, for it to register to me um, after that seizure to schedule that appointment. I don't know if it was a concussion or that's the aftermath of such a major seizure. And um, when I did make that appointment, she was there. She made sure I didn't miss anything. And if I did miss something, she clarified and make sure the doctors knew she didn't want me to miss anything. So she was there for that First appointment, she was there for the MRI. She was there. She was, as soon as I got off the phone to the doctor and I was told that I had a brain tumor, my mom, I was crying and I called my mom and I was like, give me a minute. Give me a minute. I'm going to be okay. You know, you go ahead and go to work. My mom was like, "Uh, (laughs) girl, please. She was at my house within minutes and, um, she was here while I was making the appointments to meet the neurologist. And she has pretty much made it to majority of my appointments, maybe one or two. She left me in the care of my sister. But for the most part, my mom has been to every appointment. Um, she um, prepared her house for me to move in with her for my recovery. And we didn't know how severe my recovery would be. So in her mind, she was either planning for a recovery or for me to move in, like totally. So over the um, week or two before my surgery, I kept bringing stuff to our house that I would need while I was there. And she had already prepared a room for me and drawers for me in that room and closet space for me in that room to make sure I be totally comfortable. Um, And 
she did all, you know, as a mom would do, she prepped, like, for the first time since I became an adult, I moved back in with my parents, and, um, she took me to the hospital the morning of my surgery, and she was there with me, and she made sure, even in, I was pouting that day, I told y'all, I think y'all told you guys how, how I was acting, and she went on, pulled me through, and she prayed for me, and she left me in there, and as a child, I may not um, have really, I stayed in that moment as a child, I didn't think in that moment as a mom of me going off to surgery for brain surgery and leaving my mom in there, my um, daughter and my sister had made it at that time. I don't know how my mom reacted um, while I was gone. And um, from there to get the call that my surgery went well to meeting with the surgeon and him taking me, him taking her and my my daughter, my, my, my sister to see me in recovery. And from there, she stayed with me at the hospital every night. And <laughs> I was, I don't know if it was meds or what, but she'd ask me if I was okay. And I'd say, yeah, I'm okay. And as soon as she'd get comfortable, I'd be like, I got to go to the restroom. I go to the restroom. And it wasn't just go to the restroom. She had to unhook uh, all these different monitors from me. So I could go to the restroom and then when she'd come back, I'd come back from the restroom and then she'd hook me all the way back up and then she'd get comfortable in her little, her little cot. And I thought I was waiting a long time suffering over there. Right. And then I'd be like, mom, can you come put my heater back on my bed? Or mom, can you come do this? Or mom, my head hurts this way. And, um, her mom, I'm thirsty she kept having to get up <laughs> so um and she did it she didn't even you know she told me about myself later but she did it um all through the hospital and then you know us coming moving in to the house me moving back to the house and um my sister and I laugh about it because when we were young girls or or young ladies in her house it wasn't no sneaking at like these kids, we talking about they got to sneak out and stuff. Child, boom, no sneaking out at Cheryl's house. We would, um, my mom used to smoke when we were teenagers. And my sister and I remember that red dot of her cigarette moving through the hallways and, and, and moving to our rooms. <laughs> she would come in and she flipped the light on and then she flipped it off like really, really fast. But it was enough to, like, freak you out. But for her to make sure you were there, she'd go on back to her room. So during this time, um, she didn't have to come flip the light or anything. Because, oh, excuse me, y'all. Sorry. I'm not taking it out either. I know. I'm not a professional yet. One day I'm going to be a professional. And I don't know if I'm going to take it off because perfection is not me. Um. Anyway. Um. She doesn't smoke now, but as a since I've grown as a mom, um, I don't. I hear noise. I wake up, so I can hear my mom coming in and checking on me. And there were some instances during um, my recovery at the hospital, and when I made it to our house, where um, she didn't like the way I was snoring. 
like I was doing some really weird snores I snore but these were weird and they bothered her and when she would hear them she'd come in there and I would uh, I would wake up and I was like was I doing it again she's like yeah you are are you okay I was like yeah I'm okay and she'd go back to her room and then when it was really time for them to get up she'd come and check on me every morning um you know we would I was there with them and they fed me and they made sure I had everything I needed I went to bed on their schedule and everything this whole time like that I stayed with my mom and to um we were pleasantly surprised at my recovery because it wasn't as necessarily expected to go as great as it went so there's no minimizing what I went through. Just know that God's favor and grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And um, he made sure that I was okay, that everything went good. And he had prepared ways and sent angels before him. You know, we, we, we hear that stuff like uh, about Mary um, talking to the angel or Joseph talking to the angel or however wait I'm gonna have to go back and read the story again because I know it but <laughs> I may be mixing some stuff up and I'm gonna blame it on the past brain tumor but it is not as mystical and magical as um people who make it seem but he really does send angels all the for you and stuff. Now, other people may have it in a mystical and magical way. He knows Emika needs simple, straight to the point, slap upside the heads. And that's what he's done for me. And um, so anyway, back to all that. It wasn't, we weren't expecting for everything to go as great as it had gone. Or we didn't know. We didn't know what to expect. Nobody knew what to expect. But everybody, including my surgeon, my neurologist and everybody was pleasantly surprised. Physical therapy, um, my ICU nurses and everything were happy um, to release me. And, you know, they, they made us feel so, like they were so proud and they were so happy to be able to send me home. And they sent me with my mom. And my mom and I were just, every day when we noticed that I was doing good and that my mom was comfortable enough to um, to not to leave me unmonitored I'll say that um, at points it was amazing and so um, after my my two weeks and we went back from my recovery I'm sorry we went back to my post-op and them being pleasantly surprised and saying, okay, now you can start to do a little more. You can't do a lot, but you can do a little more and you can move back home. Um, that was on a Friday because I had my surgery on a Friday. So my, my post-op was on a Friday. And um, mom and I were like, okay. But my mom had already told me, look, you don't have to leave until you're ready to leave. You don't have to go like we're perfectly okay with you being with us. And um, I can't tell you how reassuring that was um, to know that she was there 
and um we didn't know we didn't know and so anyway I'm emotional now we um it was surreal to be released that I could go back to move home and my mom told me she was like yeah you know I didn't know we didn't know what was going to happen but I was ready I was ready to be a home care person like I was ready whatever we had to do I was ready to do and um it means a lot to know um that I had that kind of support. I don't know how other singles feel um, when you consider what could happen to you. But for me, that being as independent as I've been all my life and to know that I was going to be taken care of. And, it, and I can't even say that there was ever a doubt, but to know that my mom had prepared for me already meant the world to me. And was thinking about me that way. So, Mom, I honor you today. I thank you for being who you are. I thank you for um, being solutions-oriented. I thank you for not going down in the ditches with me, even when I wanted you to. And I wanted to cry and be sad. And you were like, I don't do that. I'm not going down there with you. We're going to move forward and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to the next step. We're not going down there. I'm not going there with you. So you know, and and I was sad, y'all. I was so sad. I was like, she just don't feel it with me. But my mom was like, I, I can't do that. We don't have time to do that. It's not gonna help you for both of us to be down there. And I thank you for not going down there with me because um, somebody had to do it. <laughs> Because I sure wasn't doing it for a time. And uh, thank you. So, Mommy, happy birthday. I thank God for giving me you. Um, I thank you for going through this with me. And I thank you for the prayers and the um, sleepless nights and the heavy heart and mind you had to deal with through this whole process. And how you... Um, you had to go through it with me. And even on the days where I made you real mad about going crazy about um, making sure being adamant about my will in a state was um, accurate and how I wanted it. And you didn't want to hear it until that last day. You just told me, ah, you got it done. I want to talk about it no more. <laughs> and I have my little feelings hurt. But, you know, now I get it. And um, I get it. And I love you and I thank you and forgive me for my uh, transgressions as a teen, as an adult, when I um, couldn't see what you were trying to show me. And every day I grow and go through with my young adults, I understand, as you would say, or as the old folks would say, by and by, what it took for you to do it. And it, of course... Um, that therapy, some of that therapy we feel like we need to go through dissipates because every day is a learning journey and I get it. I get a lot of it and I'm learning it and and um, 
thank you for those days when as a mother and I'm telling you how rough it is and you tell me it gets better it's gonna get better you're gonna see they're gonna they're gonna show you what you've you've been you put into them you're gonna see it it's coming it's coming and encouraging me and my sister and praying for us and our children uh we love you um I love you happy birthday mommy and if y'all know her um I don't know if I'm posting this on her actual birthday or not but if y'all know her hit her up until her happy birthday or happy belated birthday um um I appreciate it thank her for me for being that great for me for y'all to get me <laughs> thank you guys for listening to restrictions to apply podcast please like shout like like share follow um, i noticed on facebook have everyone accepted my invitation but most didn't follow it makes a difference so if you get a chance please follow me also i really will appreciate it i really do appreciate it if you do um the engagement matters for analytics purposes of what I'm trying to do. And I keep saying, once I get through this, the podcast's going to change. It's going to be some adjustments. But I'm not there yet. So y'all keep walking with me. Love y'all. Bye.